0: Welcome back to the Flag Metal Podcast. You're joined by Car, not Stuart Sterling as well this week. We've got a lovely guest back in the studio, which hasn't been on the podcast in quite some time. I've got the pleasure of introducing this man, the idol, Chris
1: Spencer. How you going, mate? Very good, Real Car. It's great to be back. I think it's uh, episode three I was on last time, so it's been many, many a moon since I've graced her. your lovely... Uh, presence, mate. Way too long.
0: Yeah, we we, we should have long. called you up. The the uh, we've had an omit, um, omitted person in the side. Stewie's out for COVID, yeah. and uh, you're into the side this week. So
1: absolutely, finally got him, and just uh, <laughs> proves to show you can't avoid it forever. I Only cracked it last uh, end of last year for the first time. So some some are late to the pandemic. Others uh, embrace yeah. it very early.
0: Yeah. So uh, he's he's fallen. He's fallen to the COVID sword, mate. But that means we've got a big episode in store. Absolutely. Um, we've got a different perspective on things, mate. You've uh, got a bit of history. History around the free medical doctors. Many,
1: many, many years on you lads. So yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, just a few. Where did this all start again? Just for those uh, new listeners. Oh, for for new listeners, uh, young real car entered my life many years ago. When many moons was, uh, ago, many, <laughs> many, many, four score and ten years ago, <laughs> uh, when he was about in year four or five. I actually taught him in primary school uh, all the all the clan. Um, yeah, you got the nostalgic music, like old gramophone. <laughs> Crank that thing up, baby! Yeah, so we've known each other for a long time and always kept in touch. And yeah, now we're still very involved on field in many ways, with whistles in our hands and our mouths. Um,
0: umpire, umpires, that's yes, it. Ump- and umpires around is uh, just just passed recently. Every got, round is umpire appreciation yes, round. It is indeed. So yeah, St- uh, Stewie and I, we've obviously create the, created the uh, the potty a few. Um, a couple of years ago now. And uh, you've been a,
1: a, a good listener and a good um supporter and also our inside man a with all the news and as well. faithful servant. Yes, trawling the internet all hours of the day for up-to-date information.
0: Right. Well, as well as you've been a major, major Fremantle fan for the, since the club started. Since, as-
1: yeah, even before the inception. Uh, Around 1994, when uh, it was all being announced and everything, really thought I'd got to jump on board. Was never an Eagles fan before then um, and really liked the Bombers. And uh, yeah, just jumped on board and have been a long time member. Um, and recently, I'm sure we'll talk about it. I was a member of the round uh, at the Bombers game a couple of weeks ago, which was fantastic. I've been involved in the club at a, a good level uh, on the members advisory forum. Uh, So we can talk about more more of that later because there's a little segment there for each one, most likely.
0: Yeah, plenty, plenty. Uh, For those who are at the Essen and fremantle game, just a quick little side note. uh, Chris Spencer was the member of the round. He he hyped up the crowd. He did a pretty good job at it. And you are a – We've got the job um, done. You're, you're, you're a music teacher. <laughs> I and am, a you primary school teacher, yep, yep.
1: Event teaching as well, or event, uh, um, you do events yeah, as do well? Yeah, do MC work, do lots of stuff. Anyway, there's a microphone, you'll find my face uh, yelling into it usually. <laughs> Even in the middle of uh, Optus Stadium with 50,000 people. So. Uh, too lovely, mate. We'll, b- after
0: that, we'll just quickly get into, uh, well, it's normally Stu's speedy recap, yep. but we've got the recap of the week, so we'll get straight into it. Um, so you we oh all know God. it was a disappointing week out of the stadium. Carlton ran over the Dockers by around about fifty something, fifty-three points. Fifty-three, 53 yeah. points. Thank you so much for that. But yeah, it wasn't a it wasn't a positive day. Adam Chera had uh, had one on us. Uh, Carlton, one of our arch nemesis, the day, they got the win at Optus as well. It's nothing we want to see. And they also pretty much dented our finals hopes. Absolutely. Um, so our worst
1: home loss this season, that was. Wait, wait a sec. I actually yeah.
0: did the ladder for where We could actually get into third place. Six, six out of seven. If I- we get
1: all seven with decent percentage boost, <laughs> can we play the Eagles five times in the next set? Yes. <laughs> yes. We, we <laughs> Only <can>. the ones. <laughs>
0: Knowing Eagles, they'll show up any other day of Absolutely. the week Absolutely, yeah. 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 Yep. I'm not looking forward to that derby, mate. Well, um, any highlighted performances uh, of the game, they were really, really um, shadowed by, obviously, just a really poor team performance. Absolutely. Uh, and there was a lot of passengers over the past week. Yep. Um, a few people were crying out. Apparently, I'm a brainwasher because Ethan Hughes, Um, I, I chucked that thing up on the story. Yep. Stu's yep. not a big fan of that. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I just put my opinion out there, and I, I still believe Ethan Hughes shouldn't have never touched a football in his life. I'm... I'm sorry. A, We're coming out slamming. You're a, you're a harsh We're man. We're coming right. out slamming. But Ethan Hughes, Um, is he still on the team? I think he is. Yeah, he teams is. Teams just yeah. came out. Well, um, actually, getting to match committee. He had
1: 11 disposals last week, five marks, oh, four intercept those. possessions, oh, and oh. 197 metres gained. And in the context of that game, that, 197 that was... 197 what? Meters me- gained. Turnovers. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's <laughs> it. <Turnovers>. Sorry. <laughs> Turn it half over.
0: <laughs> Come on. <laughs> no, not as much as... um. Well, Liam Henry's been crazy. just oh, putting on a t- him. He's been really, really good in terms of finding his footy. Yep. But what do you, what do you think with the use of it? Is that the area that JL's been talking about he needs to
1: improve upon? Look, oh oh um, he he knows. Oh okay, JL and uh just in, in saying that all we were looking for from him was consistency. And now that he's been able to string a few together, he's been getting it. Look. The outside noise has surely uh, got through to him and that, that's not great. And I think there's a lot of people who've jumped on the, the bandwagon of slamming him. But look, he's a young guy. He's, he's got to have a lot of opportunities and he's taken those on. I, I rate him. I think he'll be great. Maybe he... I think uh, he may never be the pure wingman that we need to replace someone like Acres, but you know what? He's given it a fair crack and give him another 25, 30 games under his belt.
0: As long as he doesn't do the moon bowling that Acres does and like, shoots it up to the stars and like, ah, comes Absolutely. back down. He knows how to um, use the footy. But uh, this is something that actually uh, you were talking about pre-podcast. Uh, it yep. was a little bit about um, the the abuse from the, the players and the uh, the abuse of the players and the fan base uh, at the players and the club in general. Do you think yeah. the toxicity around um, the fans, especially Facebook group chats, yep. is that a big thing?
1: And well- does that need to stop? Uh, Look, saying you're going to stop that, what do you do? If you try to stop that, you spend $44 billion and buy a social network and it still doesn't stop. And uh, (laughs) being a public school teacher, I don't have that sort of money. Uh, But I I don't know. People are very quick to jump on players, jump on umpires, jump on administrators. And often I have uh, honest and uh, robust discussions with some people around the football grounds. And the experience of people is that they actually have no involvement. Some people who haven't even played are very quick to... Um, cast dispersion. Oh, but they're professionals. They should be able to. Look, everyone's a professional in their role and everyone has a bad day. It's just not televised nationally all the time. Yes, there needs to be accountability and I'm totally on board with that. But I, the ditch the coach, get in dimmer, all that stuff, that's just going to be a flash in the pan. We all know where he's going and he'll enjoy the the, the sun up there. And um, I, I have faith in our administration. Having Harking back to the members advisory forum, which I was on um, the first round of that, um, they've just taken in a second lot of people. We got to connect with coaches, with executive, with Simon Garlick a lot. Absolutely fantastic bloke. Um, and what they are saying and what they are doing at the top level, I have faith in them. Um, you know, you, you look at the years that J-Lo's been the coach through, he hasn't had an extremely stable start into the AFL coaching system coming on when he did. Um, You know, yeah, we've taken a tumble since last year, but there's all sorts of factors we can talk about uh, with that on why we've taken a bit of a dive and actually had the worst performance from a finals performing team last year compared to this year. We can get into some real good depth about that. There Um, is. It's about
0: eight podcasts worth, mate. Yeah, you did tell um, something to me at training the other day, especially with uh, Facebook group chats. Yes. Um, where it's just like an echo chamber, obviously. It is. Uh, this is basically, it's going to be amplified as soon as you're inside one. I'm in at it's least five
1: or six of them. Screaming into the void, mate. It's like going into a cave and just yeah. yelling abuse at yourself <laughs> and then having it come back at different time, different everything. <laughs> Look, I, I share a lot into these groups and anyone who's in a couple of the bigger ones will know that I, I share a lot of stuff in there. But one of the most... Uh, underused Facebook features is turn off commenting. So you yes. can post something. Yes. As long as you're not being, you know, baiting for people to get aggro. I just post facts and screenshots of things and turn off commenting. And yeah, that sometimes the angry reacts, you know, scream at me while I'm sitting down watching Netflix. But uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Look, I'm all for uh, people sharing their opinion. But you need to have an opinion that's based on some reality and some experience and some knowledge. Um, and having myself, having played football for a long time, having been a team manager, having been a coach, having been now an umpire for years. You've got the years. resume. Oh uh, Yeah. No and, doubt, mate. You know, no I, doubt. I always try to be optimistic, you yeah. know, and if you're a Frio fan and you're not optimistic, well, you haven't been on board the whole time. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and if, if they do say they've
0: been there since day one, day one could have been 2013 just after that grand final pretty yeah, much. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, but we'll be back there, mate. Don't worry. We've we got will. something... Really interesting. anchor Wanker, it's your
1: first ever time doing this segment. It is. And you've yeah. got a very interesting one to I uh, do. <laughs> I do. We'll, we'll save that for later. But look, harking back to the game, like uh, a lot of things, everyone's talking about Darcy's hitouts. Yeah, he had it the most in his career, you know, pushing 60 and only half or so were to advantage. Uh, I did have a discussion with a cousin of mine uh, who's a hardcore uh, blues fan before who said we're going to get carved in the rack." And I'm like, don't you remember even the Sandlands days would often dominate hitouts." But other teams get really knowledgeable at reading what a Ruckman is going to do. I'll and, do that in the
0: prep leading up to the week. They'll study yep. that Ruckman and they'll know pretty much his weak spot. And yep. they did it really well, especially in the forward line where uh, Sean Darcy, when it's a forward line sort of hit out um, yep. from the boundary throw and you want to be passing and hitting the ball as close to you as possible, creating yeah. a short, um, you know, normally sweaters right behind him and gets, yep. gets a goal. They did a really good job of uh, discovering that that's what, he's, uh, what he was doing. So they were giving him absolutely no space. And they were yep. taking up that back corridor, which stopped pretty much anything uh, Sean Darcy was hitting to. So um, great homework from the Carlton Football Club. They did a good job on Sean Darcy. And it pretty much comes back to good midfielders. And we've got young ones. And you can agree with this one. But do the, midfields, uh, the midfielders in all in total, they need a lift. They've got... A mirror in there. They've got Bradshaw. They've got Caleb Sarong. Obviously, they're young. Yeah, uh, we'll t- uh, touch base with Caleb Song out of the side with suspension. Speaking of lifting, yeah, <laughs> just giving his teammate an old <laughs> hug, mate. You know, he was.
1: You, yeah. uh, when, when your defence is yeah, but we're good mates as well. That didn't didn't work with the, the people <laughs> on the jury. But let, let's um, talk about Luke Ryan, okay? This this guy. A lot of people are joking online saying, yeah, we hear Luke Jackson might have a sore back, but surely Luke uh, Luke Ryan's is a sore from carrying the whole team. But yes, uh, whatever, you know, you can you can again back in your cave. Your troglodytes. Uh, so Luke Ryan on the weekend had some of the best stats ever, okay? He had 35 disposals, 10 marks, 89% efficiency. Now, given that the AFL average for team efficiency, play efficiency is in the 60%, that was a really good performance. Uh, 800 meters game, which is ranked as elite. And yes, a lot of the commentary around that is, well, you don't get those stats unless the ball's coming into, you know, into your defense a lot. But if he wasn't there, stemming that. It, it, <laughs> yeah, it could have stemmed from 50 to 100 points in no time. Ab- That's absolutely. So, yeah, he, he was a standout. It's nice. As they all say, uh, it's not about my personal success. It's the team. It's everything. But you've got to celebrate individuals and their efforts. And um, h- him, Luke Ryan, oh, w- one of my young fellas, uh, one of my children went to the junior draft day last oh, nice. week at the club on oh, Tuesday, which was fantastic. And actually, the Dockers released a video on their YouTube channel today. Um, outlining all the stuff, and they had all the players there. It was great. Uh, Fife wasn't there, a couple of others, but that's fairly understandable. Great turnout too, as well. It was they had over four hundred kids, I do believe, that's which was fantastic, really well organised. Um, and Luke Ryan I was watch. He was playing Red Light Green Light with with kids, you know, just with cones <laughs> oh, and all that. and just to see those players like we slam them for their on field performance, we slam them for anything else. Um, but to see them engaging with fans, to doing the hard yards building a fan base from Putting a young age. a smile age. on the face. It was great. These kids were stoked. I was stoked. All the dads, mums, nanas, aunties, ferrets, everyone who was there watching was just like, ah, oh, look at this. It's amazing. So it was really, really <laughs> That's good. Outstanding. It's uh, good. Shit. It's good to have. Clubs need culture. Clubs need a soul on field and off. Okay. I saw so.
0: on Story as well, You backing your point with Sebit yep. Quake, he was really, really good, especially Liam Henry. Yeah. Um, on his Story, Liam Henry always posts, um, he's got a sister, and they, you know, they, you know, really, really um, work well together, you know, babysits them. Um, he's really, really good with kids and Sebek Quack as well. Um, they they seemed like they were, you know, keeping the kids engaged as a teacher as well. Absolutely. You need to always keep them um, engaged. And, you know, they seem like they're having a great time um at the training session that, so it was great and kudos and to Fremantle
1: my youngster who's a massive walters fan always rates him as as his favorite right at the end they were herding all the kids back in the basketball courts down at coburn if you've been there you know what i'm talking about and they had 400 odd kids in beautifully organized lines there were 16 groups and my, my group was in sun 16 and michael walters they'd finished a signing session yeah and walters was heading out he just he wasn't on his way out in a hurry but my son just went up to him and said Mr. Sunny, sunny. <gasps> my favourite. Can you see my shirt? And he, we bought him a brand new Guernsey because he wanted to sign And he sh- he stopped. Everyone else was sitting down. They'd started corralling the kids to be picked up by us parents. And in the distance, I just saw my son having a little chat to to Michael Walters and getting his shirt signed. And made his day. It made it was just fantastic. Son sort of is a gem,
0: isn't he? He's got kids he's of his league. own. He's got he's plenty of kids. Yeah, yeah, he, he does. He's yeah. got like three or four. Yep. But he's. I bumped into him at the Royal Show and his family was all there. Lovely bike, lovely bike. Absolutely. But yeah, time to get into Anka Wanker because we've been wanting wanting to get into this one, haven't we, mate? Those
1: comments didn't really display a a gratitude for the hard work that others had put into him. Fucking dick, fucking dick. First coming off, him. Fucking skitty, boss. Yeah, um. He's coming off. Get him back off. Get him off. Get him off. Get him off. 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 Rocket, rocket, we can't hear.
0: It's time for Anchor Wanker and Chris Spencer. You've got one for the week, and it goes out
1: to an ex-podcast guest. An ex-podcast guest. Not, I'm not nominating myself. <laughs> and uh, <Yeah>. an ex-player. <laughs> and you may have heard of this in the news. It was There was other things going on, so it may have been swept under the rug a bit. But former Fremantle docker Cameron McCarthy oh, was no. caught not long ago drink-driving with over eight times the legal limit of alcohol in his system in the southwest of WA. That's That's an absolute... <sighs> I don't know how a human Uh, liver can actually sustain that, then have the functionality to get behind a wheel. But ludicrous. He registered a reading of zero point four one four after being stopped by police near Harvey. I thought you drank milk down there, one (laughs) hundred and forty k south of Perth. Uh, He did not appear for his hearing in Harvey Magistrates Court on tenth of July, where he was fined two and a half grand, had his license disqualified for ten months, and was ordered to pay police costs of two hundred and sixty four. So he was uh, often. Sent, mired in controversy at all at the clubs he he played at. Of course, he originally played for GWS, uh, and he was uh selected in the draft in the year of our grand final, the holy year, ground zero of 2013. Uh, and he was he came to Frio in uh 2016 and he played nearly 50 games with us, kicked 63 goals, so not a bad return. Uh, but obviously, he he uh, lovely bloke though, lovely
0: bloke. But at the end of the day, you can't be doing this, and he, ha- he was troubled by a lot of. Um, problems uh, on and off the field, yep. especially uh, with his medical uh, condition, with his epilepsy. Yep. We won't go on too much about that, as well as you know, um, you know, he's, uh, he's he's got a, a very fun-loving character. But we just hope he gets better because this is something he shouldn't be doing. But anchor anchor of the week, Cam McCarthy. I know he'd appreciate this because I bet he probably would take the feedback on. Um, but Anchor Wanker does go to Cam McCarthy it this does. week. It's a bit of a dark one, but mate, we're sending no, the best mate. wishes out no to No one's you. beyond redemption, we you, all know that. Humans make mistakes, that's yes, all it is. Absolutely. Time for Purple Pants though. Hooray! That's right, quick one, Purple Pants Player of the Week. Uh, obviously it was a shocking team performance last week, but Purple Pants Player of the Week last week goes to... Um, well, anyone that was, you know, pretty much carrying that
1: midfield. So who do we want to go with, mate? Well, given the, Luke Ryan seems obvious, but given the context of how many goals we kicked and who who kicked, you know, the majority of them, Sonny had a, a pretty good game, but uh, no, I don't know. Who are you thinking? I think we'd give it to the defender, mate. Give Luke it the Ryan. defender? Yeah,
0: yeah, I think you've put a nail on the head right there. Yeah. Luke Ryan, if it wasn't for him, he'd you know, it would be like 60, 70, 80. It'd probably be an extra 30 points yeah. on top. He intercepts and... You know, creates a competition and also just that um, that bark off half back, which is uh, what we'll miss this week. Um, which brings us into um, pretty much flag mantle versus. So we've got a big week uh, this week, Chris and uh, yeah. mate Collingwood Magpies. Let's get into it.
1: What a turnaround. Fremantle had a shot at goal to make it 30 points. It's now back to 19. Sarong feeds it wide puts the hammer O'Driscoll.
0: That's right. Collingwood versus Fremantle this weekend. It's at the MCG. It's going to be a tough one. Yeah, Fremantle Dockers, Chris, uh, take us into a bit of analysis. You've done a little bit. Of, oh. Look, We've also done a little bit of uh, the teams that just came out as well. We've just yeah. recorded this on a Thursday. Uh, big man, Darcy Cameron from the Collingwood Magpies is out. So it's going to be an interesting one. Uh, it is. But at the end of the day, it comes back down to the good midfielders. Sean Darcy may have a day out, but we you know Pendlebury, Nick Dacos, Josh Dacos, uh, uh, who's back in the teams, uh, side bottom. Side bottom. Uh, yep. Who else as well? Uh, Adams, I think is back in the side. Yeah. Ah, uh, geez. And Brayden Maynard. all oh my days. Oh, dear. We are. Mr. Looking... Grand Final. Yep. Yes. And what are our inclusions? Uh, our inclusions? Uh, yes. Oh, hang on. I had them up here before Oh, sorry, my, bad. oh my bad. Sorry. Oh, oh. No, no, it's my fault because I was actually thinking, <laughs> like, you know, oh, our beautiful inclusions are we've got a few, mm, a few here and there. We've got Sturt's back inside. O'Driscoll, oh, I think, is back We've in got well. four
1: changes. We have Joel Hamling, Corey Wagner, Bailey Banfield, and Sam Sturt come in. Uh, who are replacing, obviously, uh, Freddie with his quad, Cox with his ankle, Hayden Young joining the ankle crew, and of course, <laughs> Caleb Sarong for giving his mate a hug. And um, <laughs> Carl Warner has been ruled out due to his calf injury. And our emergencies who travelled, Travis Collier, rate right, that bloke as well. Wilson, we are chatting about Willow before. Yes, absolute indeed. beast. Love that guy. Love his runoff halfback. O'Driscoll and Ethan Stanley is um, in, in line for his. Uh,
0: my ears just prick when I hear Ethan Stanley after a, a really nice. A really lovely hill thunder goal oh, last week. Yes. It was really, really nice. Just shout out. That's probably one of the, the one of the players. It was a side step. This is what we need in the AFL teammate. Yeah. Side step off to the side. Bang yep. kick outside fifty goal. Absolutely. That's Ethan Stanley. And how old is he? He's like oh. I know he's a uh, mature age, but still he's young. Yeah, not he's even, nineteen not, twenty. Not, yeah, yeah. But absolutely. he is he is everything that obviously we need a lot more experience from him Absolutely. down at peel, uh, peel level. But I think this is a great opportunity. I think they've been doing it f- with a few of the recruits over the past year, um, especially Josh Draper and Kyle Warner. Yep. And Matt Johnson included, where they are all taken over as just a, you know, just get get around the team environment. Yeah. Uh, JL, I think that's a little t- uh, tip of the hat as well. Yeah. Bringing these young, inexperienced players, they probably wouldn't be selected as an emergency unless obviously something bad happens. Yep. Um, but... You know, they're not going to play the game for sure, but it's nice to bring them over um, when they're nowhere near getting a game yet, but at least they can get around the boys. The
1: travel experience and the fact that I I, I noticed they even took Fife over, of course, that not everyone who's injured gets to travel all the time. Uh, but taking Fife over, again, just to be that mentor, that leader role, um, probably run yoga classes in the morning with what he does. But I also like the inclusion of Sturt and Banfield. I always, I've always rated Banfield, our, our superstar. So just looking at those two blokes, if they continue with the form they've been showing, Sturt's played seven games and he's kicked five goals, five. Banfield comes back in for his 13th game and he's kicked 10 goals, eight. So, you know, let's hope they're... Uh, <laughs> Let's hope Sonny's not the only multiple call kicker again. Hopefully we get a few under our belt.
0: Hopefully ba- uh, Bailey Banfield can you know
1: have one of those games where he comes yeah. out and you
0: know kicks four every now and again. I just hope for sure that he kicks something like that next week.
1: Um, uh, but yeah, Brett- but can we talk for a second just mm, about AFL yeah. fixturing? And like I, I don't like hashtag Vic bias because I don't buy into that. I, you know, I'm not up for that. But You're We're, one, we're coming off a six day break, and now we travel. Collingwood have had an eight day break and you know, barely leave the state unless Eddie says there's an emergency. So, look, you've got to wonder sometimes the toll it takes on bodies. Like, if you've ever played a game of something physical and just gone for an hour-long drive to get home, I remember playing footy and going on a bus trip home. Yeah, there might have been an esky over in the corner that was helping us on the way back. But by the time you got home, you are as stiff as a board, you know, and a few days later. So these guys are getting pummeled last week, literally, metaphorically, in every way you can. Six days later, you know, they're playing again, having flown over today, you know, get a bit of a rest and respite. Probably be thrown into freezing cold water tomorrow morning. So yes, they're professionals, but they're still uh, young bodies and uh, just learning how to develop themselves and prepare. And I know yesterday Brasher was talking about in his media conference that they were doing something unique and different. Did you read about that yesterday? What they did?
0: I did hear a little tiny civic. Well, they're doing a full eighteen versus
1: eighteen. Session, like a game. They said, we're going to prepare a lot more. They were trying to address the slow starts, basically, saying, they, okay, we need to do something. So instead of just doing some nice handball drills, how are you going? Yep, wave at the fans. A lot of fans the yeah. down there yesterday, apparently, which is great. But they did a full 18 versus 18 simulation. You think so, they
0: should have done this in the preseason, though? Because it has been a little bit of a, a, what was the stat? It was crazy, like... 20 first quarter or like 15 first yeah. quarters to like two or yep. something like that it was crazy and they need to address it something they need to do in the off season as well yeah. um for next year as well like when you're getting those starts we need to make sure those first quarters count because if you get the first foot, foot uh put a, a foot first yeah you're always going to be better off for it and you, and you're going to be you know protecting your your ass not you know yeah, you trying to catch chasing, someone from, yeah but you know,
1: and Brayshaw made a good point again yesterday, which I agree with. He said that we just don't look at the, we lost or won the first quarter because some of those we've been a goal down and won the game by five, six, seven goals, had a turnaround. You look at our final against Western Bulldogs last year, you know, 50 odd point turnaround, you know, those sort of things. We We find a way when we have the right uh, setup and the right strategy to come back from that. You don't want to, you don't want to start, you don't want to goal this first quarter. That's tragic. We just, you know, forget that. But if you're <laughs> only a goal or two down and then can, things can change a lot in a game of football, we see what happens after halftime a lot in, uh, in games. And we know from umpiring games, that sometimes you, a game at halftime seems like, wow, this is a domination. Another team comes out and just totally annihilates, just changes things and they've picked weaknesses, they've picked spots. We had fairly uh, a fair amount of weaknesses to pick on last week, but uh, let's hope this week is different. Just a little. You know, I mean, Collingwood are an elite team. They are great. They've set the benchmark for, you know, quite a while now, even when they haven't had super sustained success. They're an elite club on and off the field. And... Um, I'm looking forward to the challenge of this. You know, you've got to play at the MCG in those hard games if you want to play in the hardest one of the year. All I can say is, mate, my TV's going off. Fremantle by 10, I'm joking, and that's it. All, All right. right, look, I will go on, on record as saying that I, I I think we can get this one. I think every game goes down to a 50-50 contest. If you put, you know, the, right, the blokes out there to have a crack at it and they have the effort and I don't want to start sounding like a coach, but if they follow the process. They stick to the strategy. <laughs> I <don't laughs> do sound like a <laughs> coach. Forget <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, exactly. No. Survey uh, says.
0: <laughs> uh, okay, locked in tips, mate. We've got yep. we've got one. Uh, I'm got. You want to go first? Yes, first, mate. But what are our tips for this week? Best on ground.
1: Uh, opposition player to look out for, and who wins and how by how much? All right. Pendlebury is the one the one to watch. There's, there's no. I mean, coming off the what, highest disposals ever in the history of the game last week, he cracked that. That's just an amazing. How statistic. many disposals? Yeah, well, I can't remember the number. It was forty. No, 40? no, of all time of his oh, whole career, yeah. oh, he sorry, broke the, my bad. the record. Yes, yes yeah. Yes. Um. So yeah, you know, forty would be like he'd just go. Oh, yeah, that's probably eighth on my on my stat yeah, list. Yeah. Uh, it's but crazy.
0: I, you know, he has to average like twenty five disposals a game for his whole career to get that tally. Yeah, that's crazy. Obviously hit and miss, but like absolutely, he's yeah. been pretty much the David Mundy, but over. Absolutely. And yeah, absolutely. Uh, but ten times, probably a little bit better as well because he's just been doing this for a long, long time. And if there's any other player in, in the league that deserves respect um, as much as, you know, our own club's yep. veterans, yep. it's definitely Pendlebury, And I think everyone has a mutual respect for Scott Penelbury. Um, and he's never like chirping in at players. He's uh, never, he's you know, bloke. he's never started yep. anything. Yep. Same as JK yep. um, when he was playing for the Eagles. Never, never really hated the bloke. He was a great player. I yep. hated that. Yeah. But... Especially against us, but besides
1: that, good bloke. But I reckon yeah, yeah Penn will be uh, absolutely the, the one to watch. I reckon for us, I'm I'm going to back in Banfield. I reckon, I reckon he's going to kick four snags. I reckon oh, he, he's good for that. Lovely. And and up the banners. I think we are going to win this, and I think we're going to win it by by. Oh, let me see. I'm going. Can we say
0: six? This because can we just say six? Come on. just a goal, straight six. goal.
1: I'm going a goal free mantle. All right, just because that's. There and it's in the middle, and that will be the goal we kick as the first goal that Banfield kicks first one of the game. There must be a marker for this. I'm going to yeah, find yeah, it. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Bailey Banfield first score, first up. score.
1: <laughs> Just uh, uh, yeah, I got to get one in the first
0: I got a sneaky feeling. Like, if this if this is the response that the fans need, Fremantle need a response now. Yep. and why not
1: do it on the biggest stage? Yeah, against one of the biggest clubs. And, and to quote our past uh, Lord and Saviour, Ross Lyon, failure is feedback. That was one of his favorite sayings. It came out in every presser, apart from, sorry, what was your name again? Um, <laughs> and <laughs> failure is feedback. I say that to yeah, kids it that I true. teach. I say it's it to true. my own kids, failure. I say it to myself. Anytime you fail at something, that's feedback going. What do I need to shift? What do I need to pivot to? What do I need to listen to that someone told me to do that I didn't actually do? Um, so I- I'm really um, optimistic. I always am with football. I use that word a lot. Um, I'm optimistic that we actually take ones, it buddy? to them. I'm one of the good ones. Look, you know, uh, I was there 10 years ago at the GF. I'd, I paid my hard earned money, a lot of it to get there. I really thought we'd maybe make it back this year for the 10 year anniversary. Unlikely to happen at the moment, but in line with uh, Mr. Garlic and Crew's strategic plan by 2025, we could have a, a women's flag and a men's flag. Men ones, men's one's probably a bit more likely still at the moment, but a couple of years to go on that plan. I, I think, uh, some, that's, that's very Someone to look
0: out for, mate. It is time for our favourite part, uh, Q&A. Yeah.
1: Mate, you sent the bloody questions
0: in, so we're going to bloody answer them. That's how it works here. You're listening to Q&A here on Flag Mantle Podcast. Well, mate, it's bloody time for the questions, so we're going to get <laughs> straight into it. Excellent. Hello love questions,
1: Smithers. Okay, sir. So. You do voices? I do voices. I oh, do voices. Lovely. I'm a father and a primary school teacher. I have to. <laughs> it's, that's, that's. It's like, that's Elmo the... says it's time to go to sleep. <laughs> or else. <laughs> or oh, blood. I'm sure I did those <laughs>
0: when I was teaching you. Yeah. Nothing's changed, mate. Learnt, I'm just doing the I same shit. Like, sh- I think it was the, sometimes, <laughs> the... sometimes Julian speaks differently. Yeah. Because she's. <laughs> so you will be destroyed. I love that. <laughs> okay, time for the question. Let's let's hit him. I'm sure one there's a few from his son actually. My yeah. son. Okay, yeah. excellent. Yeah, yep. First one off actually. Who yep. is your all-time favorite player? Me?
1: Yeah. Um come on, we got to get Okay. Well, no, I I I really I was always a, a Pavlich fan from the day I was I just graduated. I'm not going to make a long story out of this, but 1999, I'd finished uni. I travelled to a mates down at Collie, and and like there was all talk about this draftee, this kid coming into the club around 1999. I think it was his year, and I remember thinking straight away, this unit from South Australia looks looks amazing, and I jumped on him day one. That was I think he's uh, he was fantastic. I did like Modra when he played for us, but considering he wasn't just ours, I uh yeah, I'd, I'd have to reserve on room. him. Same yeah. as Farmers, a lot of those guys. I did love Clive Waterhouse, one of our cult heroes, and I'm old enough to have been around for the whole time that he played. I, I loved him. I, I loved started him.
0: Started becoming a fan when he retired, so I, was, yep. I missed out on his peak peak era. But yeah, that's the same thing. I'm looking
1: at Jai Miss right now. Like, who the hell is this fellow? I love the ones that people often, often loathe and they're the, the cult hero. And Darty was a bit like that. Now, you know, obviously. Um, Hayden other- Ballantyne was also one just to get under skins. And Absolutely. I would always vouch for him. I'm like, mate, I want to be
0: him when I'm older. Yeah. I want to get under people's skin just like he does. Yep. But him, Monday, only because it's just Selfless Yeah You know You can't get past me, I'd, I'd go
1: the, to answer My lovely son I'd, I'd, I'd go with, with Pav Definitely Pav yeah, yeah I'd have to lock him in Like a lot of people But mine's not based on I think he's the most popular one Mine's based on not, Following him for a long time It depends on the story That's it That's all it is Brian and if you haven't read his book His bi- autobiography oh, Purple, Heart, Purple Heart Just get out Read it Absolute Absolute Great thing Oh really I need to get into that yep. Antonio.
0: 24 Are we in the same position As the D's were After they made finals in twenty eighteen, they won it in twenty twenty one. This is a really good question. Yep. Um is it one to look out for? Melbourne Demons yeah. 2019 fell back down to 20 uh, the 17th the 17th spot actually, yep. Yep. Um, so it's interesting. And then two years later, they won the flag. So absolutely, uh, watch out. Um, this could be a thing. It's a setback. It's just a minor setback. It is. It's a a, minor a, setback. Your teams
1: can turn around pretty quickly. Just as so they can go down the tubes pretty quickly, uh, <laughs> uh, you, you can swing it around the other way. We're not giving our first <laughs> round <refer> to the Demons <laughs> this year, are we, Hayden?
0: Uh, Hayden underscore one. Will Brody. Yeah, chance this week. Unluckily, this was yesterday, so I can tell you from the future. No, Uh, (laughs) yeah, underscore laughing man (laughs) underscore ninety two. By getting rid of experienced players, have we put ourselves back a couple of years? Potentially, yes. But I don't think that's the uh, that's the reason why. It's a bit of you. You could rely on Monday, Monday the midfielder, um, Josh Carr, the midfield coach. You can also just say an experience from. The players, uh, it's not a different game plan. I think the game plan's been a little bit off from last year. Yep. Uh, the wingers have definitely impacted that. Blake Akers leaving. That was also, I think, a big under um, underrated uh, and under and it's not talked about as much as it should be. Blake Akers, we do miss him. Mm. And I think that's thrown the game plan a little bit yeah. off. But it's going to take a little bit of time to get those players back in and get those younger players. Matt Johnson, I saw over the yep. past few weeks, is glide out of the midfield yeah. and his beautiful kick absolutely he's going to be one to look out for uh, to next year But I, I think the it's going the to the premise better. of the
1: question I think it said something like get rid of or get yeah. some it's of them are out our control, of our control okay yeah. and um, just interesting Saturday the other day that we've gone from being a mid-tier team in terms of age and experience to one of the youngest in the competition the Dockers list is currently the fourth youngest with an average age of 23.9 and if you know anything about when players hit their prime we're suited for the next couple of years for them all to really hit it's 27, 28 years of age when That's those when, players yep. traditionally hit their form. So, when it comes to experience, just Hawthorne and Adelaide have played fewer games on average, with Fremantle coming in at only 54 games per player. So, I think the Facebook hate can
0: start coming in when those performances are delivered when they're 27, 28, but yep. not now. Yep. Give it a few more years it's patience patience is a virtue isn't that isn't that it that's what it, my parents used to tell me yeah, see it's Stuart Sterling mate the man with the legend oh,
1: Hello. so you've been replaced yeah. mate <laughs> his <laughs> question is about. who let that clown on <laughs> no,
0: no. he was actually really impressed he was like I'm going to listen to it straight away oh, I so Stuart if you could mix two current free players together to get the ultimate go docker who is
1: it that's a good question you know what for me it would be it would be a midfielder and a forward ja- it would be Mixer. Jackson so, and Schultz for me <laughs> That's just double Wait, mongrel, Too current, oh. Too current, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, oh yeah, mongrel, uh, kicks goals and he's elite told. on the ground, elite <laughs> on the <laughs> 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 ground.
1: <laughs> right. Oh, if you mix them together, they probably only average at. know oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah, it'll, it'll be, be a like six, a six or foot something. bloke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, nah, I like the tenacity of those two blokes, and uh, yeah, I, I, again, both top players. I think they'd uh, be a beautiful mix. Although you, you could it'd be hard to go past a, a Ryan uh, Freddy mix. Yes. Oh my days! <laughs> Imagine that, <mate>. Ryan.
0: <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> Fine, fine. <laughs> over the amusement. Marcus Bontepelli. this dude is a bulldog supporter. Okay, yep. It's, Yo, it's, everyone's it's welcome here. Me. We're very inclusive and open to everyone. Lucky <laughs> dot boys, is Jackson playing? Is Jackson, Jackson not playing? No. Well, this is what last. This is yesterday. He, question. So. Yeah,
1: he is. He came off the track yesterday, clutching his back a little bit, and he was has been a bit sore. Of course, you are when you apparently got a corky in the back. Was J Lo's uh, explanation today?
0: One hundred percent. We got the last two questions from Deanne Fernandez, a big fan of the potty. I don't know about y'all, but I feel like Thunderstruck is so overused at home games, especially after a goal. Maybe. What song? That's a good question. That's, that's a song good question for musician. It?
1: Yes. Well, well, you do notice <coughs> I'd rather one song that's a bit cliched and overused than what like the lines do, where it's different songs for different players. Uh, and all that. I don't like that. And if I listen to one of their games again and hear Charlie Country Road's Cameron again, kicks it's a goal. You know, what's it? Gonna, Look, I. I, I Having been part of the members' advisory forum, they, a lot of discussion was around game day experience and mm. what fans want. A lot of people love that sort of stuff. I'm no longer a fan of, you know, made up there playing We Were Rocky. I'm like, let's do something different, you know, all that sort of stuff. But I got shot down in one of the members' meetings going, no, we love that. It's part of our tradition, our game. And I thought, that's cool. You know, that, that's, that's fine. Fair. That's what that's the fans fine. want. Um, what would you put on? That's a good question. I don't know. No, uh, maybe, all, all for anything. maybe all for anything. it could be like how when they have the the voting at a game, and you you vote for the song that's going to be played at three quarter time, that you know, or um, something like that. Some, something like that. Maybe have more member input and uh, greatest fans in general.
0: Yeah. I think yeah. I think that's a good one. Do you see the, uh, GWS with their um, tornado siren sound yeah. the tsunami waves? Yeah. Oh. That is good. Whoever decided to put that yep. at the Giants stadium or any of the Giants games was a genius because Absolutely. that is daunting. Imagine being a, a Manuka Oval surrounded by three fans and you've got the Tsunami <laughs> fans going <back. laughs> <laughs> woo! No, that would be that's... something scary. Yeah, not me. Not, not really. We've got the last question, sorry. Yep. Deion Fernandez. Would be cool to see unique songs for players like Brisbane does. Wow, that's really crazy. Oh, yeah, I preempted crazy. that. That's crazy. Uh, it would be cool to see unique songs for players like Brisbane does. It's kind of beating the dead horse. Oh poor
1: mate, you're a prof- prophet. What's I, going on? I can I've not seen those questions <laughs> at all. Crazy, I, that is crazy. I just like variety, and I think even you, hear, you talk to players or you, you hear them being interviewed, and they don't listen to what's going on at the ground, but it, they, they do, it does influence them I'm sure they get sick of hearing the same stuff over and over again. You want to just be uh, reinvigorated. You want to be, I know when I, a couple of weeks ago and shout out again to when I was out on the ground for the member thing, of the, you do hear so much down there on the ground. Like I heard people I knew in the crowd yelling to me from five rows back and you can hear it. So really? they, they switch wow. they switch off during a game obviously Coliseum. and they're it. Yeah. Um, but Optus Stadium being the fantastic venue it is, like it's amazing. it's. I'm sure they would uh, love to have some extra motivation from uh, music. I'd I'd be more than happy to take my guitar, my drum kit, anything into the change rooms, rev them up, do whatever. That's that fantastic. Was, Shout out there. The, this, this is a really cool thing I was thinking with yep.
0: uh, halftime or third quarter. I get one fan and obviously the, you have to sign a paper not to say anything bad, but you get given a megaphone and you have to hype up the team at like in the change room or around the stadium. I think that would be an excellent idea. Get like a member who's on a waiting list at the start that, of the That's year, what I did at and the bombs like, game. Pretty much. We need you to be like, <laughs> Some you boys are you being it. an absolute, you know, bar- like, yeah. you guys need to like pull your finger out. But we've
1: moved past those days of old sprays, Real car. Really? Modern day coaching says we must empower these young players to find their inner peace hey and bring mate, out the skill which has been placed in them by the football gods. Not scream at them like some psycho lunatic. That was my coaching style and used <laughs> to be my parenting style until I've just said it now. Uh, but no. Hey, no. Freddie,
0: mate, you've had one disposal over three quarters. Can you please lift it up, mate? No, they need a bloody spank in these yeah. fellas, mate. Yep. JL, bit too soft? Or does it need to be harder? He,
1: um... The image, he projects is different to what when he speaks at a lot of um when he spoke to us at the members advisory forums and that he gets more passionate than you often see i think a lot of coaches um, i have never tend seen to a have passionate
0: that, photo or video uh, of him
1: I uh, like i've heard him speak very passionately at, the, at a lot of the meetings that we were privy to um and i think they project a different image and try to keep play their cards close to their chest in the media Sometimes too, too much. Like I loved Ross, uh, for the fact that he just didn't give a stuff in presses and he would just now, it still does. I mean, what, two weeks ago he was crooking one and nearly fell asleep during it. And, uh, you know, so I still love him. I'll, I still love it. I love that. Look, mate. But as he said, just let the cobblers do the cobbling, mate. Just let the coaches coach. And, uh, last, last,
0: last one. Yep. Um, Freeman, it apparently is like a little bit of a, uh, it's a bit of a jinx ever since we've stopped doing the drums. Yeah, I, I, I saw that the other day. Why haven't we st- have? Why haven't we brought them back, mate? The drums, I don't know, are the giant a sacred part, Taiko
1: drums, the, the Japanese drums. They were, That's and um, yeah, actually, lost funding. I, I, or? I don't know why that happened. There, we did discuss it at some of the meetings. That um, again, some people thought it maybe had been done to death. Um, but I, still, I don't know if that was the I reason. I don't I know it. now. Anyone who's currently on the members advisory forum, and I know I know a few of you who, who are on there now, um, I'm off because we I did started pre COVID and we did a few years, and that they've recycled some of the members to get fresh blood in there, which is great. Um, so when it when it comes up, if people who are yelling into the cave on Facebook, you cavemen, put down your truncheon for a bit, put down your stick. And when it comes out again, to ad- apply for the members advisory forum, try to get on it because you actually have access to the club exec. You get directed feedback. One of the things I, I'm i very proud of one of my achievements is anyone now, when you see the Forever Frio logo and you see the chevrons and the Vs of the yeah. indigenous design, that was my idea. Like one of the forums, we we're talking about incorporating indigenous um, culture that we have such a rich history in that space. That's outstanding. And I just said, I stood up, and it was Simon Garlick, I think, speaking at the time. And I stood up and went, well, why don't we just put some indigenous... Like, they look like boomerangs to me. Why don't we actually put our indigenous print on those Vs in the Forever Frio? Like, and idea. they went, wow, wow, we'll look into that. And wow. a few weeks later, I got an email wow. saying, we're going to do that. Thanks for that idea. And then within... It's still all of our branding and that has that in it. It's just such a simple thing. And that was just to remember That's that good an idea. Nod,
0: good little nod to the um, indigenous cultures at, at Fremantle. It
1: is. And it's also a nod to the fact that our club is responsive. And a lot of people say that they don't listen to, um, you know, feedback. Well, they do. It's just got to be done in the right way with the, the you know, the, the right, right people tools, in the room, right, yes. the right tools.
0: Yes. 100%. Well, mate, that pretty much wraps up the potty. It's been okay. such a pleasure. I've loved it, mate. mate Thank you. We're going to get you back on very, very yep. soon. Um, it won't be uh, a bit of a wait like last time. It's going to be a relatively... we probably <laughs> Post-next pandemic, yeah. so probably
1: about eight months. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> Before the next one comes out. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Two. Well, thank you for the opportunity and Stu as well. I knew it had to have the blessing of the Oh Holy uh, Money Provider, the man who, according to last week's episode, has funded every part of this venture since day one. <laughs> oh love
0: it, mate. Love it. Stewie, that's a little bit of a dig. We'll see you next week, mate. See you guys. Hopefully, hopefully get better. Thank you for listening to the Flag Mantle podcast. It's been an honour hosting, hasn't it? Real it kind. surely has been, mate. Can you please, amazing. please, please, we are begging you a five stars on um, Spotify. It means the world to I'm us. It lets knees. us... Your, I'm on my get knees. off your knees mate yes I'm on my knees guys it, please it helps us push it out to as many people as we can thank you for listening follow us on Spotify Instagram TikTok anything else real car Just Twitter anything YouTube anything social media honestly. anything social media we have it so please follow us on there five stars except don't for forget. OnlyFans uh, we we're also on OnlyFans. Apple Podcasts. so if you listen to this on Apple Podcast follow us through there Google Podcasts, the same and thank you for listening we'll see you next week peace